Welcome to Colonial Church's Deep Dive series. These sessions are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we speak to our pastors about what went into the creation of the messages, flesh out some of the larger points, and get insight into what they hope some of the takeaways are, while also getting a preview of what's to come. If you haven't already listened to the companion message, we highly recommend doing so beforehand. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy these and grow in them. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Deep Dive. Today, I've got Tommy with me. Hey, hey. And Pastor Matt is here as well. Hello. As well as Pastor Jill. Hey, hey. This is going to be a fun one. We're actually kind of doing a two-part. We're introducing um, the new series we're going through here at church called Housemade Home. And Pastor Matt is going to be talking about the first message that he gave in this series, which was called I Need a House. And then we're also going to be talking to Pastor Jill about the message that she gave today, which was the second message in the series called Move-In Day. Mm. Um, so. Both pretty amazing messages, and mm-hmm. there's a lot to unpack yeah. there, so I'm really excited. No pun intended with the move-in day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, all right. Housemade Home. Pastor Matt, we'll start with you. Yes. What is this series all about? Well, Chris, I'm so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it really is a series that I believe has come at a really pivotal time for our church. Um, we are um, at a point, I think, in our church where, um, I don't know, like you go, you go through cycles sometimes and I really feel like this is kind of one where God's led me to a place where it's like, no, we need to go back and revisit some of the foundational things in our house. Yeah. Some of the things that like... Um, you know, our DNA, our culture, our core values, our mm-hmm. the true soul of who we are. And then also just sort of talk about the church um, for people because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that need a home, mm-hmm. a lot of people out there that live their lives, um, you know, bouncing around and um, trying to do it on their own. And, and that's not how God wants us to live our lives. Yeah. So so this this sort of series was born out of that I think desire to return to to who we are as a church and keep talking about that um, you know that's on display every week but um, you know with the pulpit sometimes you can really drill down and dive deeper into into what God is doing um, you know in our house and speaking to us about at a certain time and so yeah house made home was kind of born out of that sort of um, kind of that sort of heart idea, I guess you could say. Oh, we talked, Jill and I talked about our series kind of for the year and we take these really seriously. And so she and I, we talk all the time about sort of what is is out there, you know, what, what we feel like God's stirring, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of in, in terms of our people and like, because that's really what we're trying to do is we're trying to just, you know, give the pulpit to God always, let mm-hmm. him use it, let mm-hmm. him speak through it. And that message, especially today, babe, was so good because yeah. of people just need to hear about, you know, this un- unconditional love and, you, you know, bring your mess with you, but let's, mm-hmm. let's deal with it. Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's, let's unpack it. And so, yeah, yeah right. that's kind of the series. And, um, so I started off with, uh, with, um, I need a house and that yeah. was sort of the, the big picture thought was that, you know, all of us need a house. Um, he gave me a vision for that too. So I might just, I should just sort of talk about that real quick. But the vision that he gave me was this vision of a, of a road and everyone's walking down the road mm-hmm. and the road is life and the road is the path of life. And the, the scriptures talk a lot, especially in Proverbs about the path of life. And um, it's got a pathway, a road. 
but it's one way and everyone's walking down this road and along this road in the vision that I get I got from God was that there were houses all along the road yeah hmm. and that the purpose of the vision I believe was that God's trying to impress upon me that you know really it's his desire for everyone to depart from the road and going to a house. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want you to be on the road. He doesn't want time. you to stay on the road. Mm. Yeah. He wants you to depart and go into the house, but but not leave the house and bounce around different houses, but for that house to become home. Hmm. And he also showed me, because I sort of, you know, sometimes when this happens, I sort of take God a little bit further and say, like, what, what does this mean? Like, what is, you know? And mm. um, I just felt like he, he sort of showed me too that the further the further you go down the road, the less houses there are. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And and that speak, that's speaking to the people that are far gone, you know, in culture's eyes, society's eyes, too far gone. That speaks to the people that have um, messed up too many times. Mm. It speaks to, you know, the the very people that Jesus came for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, um, and so that really stirred in me to keep building a house and a home that here at Colonial that's for the too far gones, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for, the, for the people that are just like, the down and out, you know, mm-hmm. for them to be able to find a place. And so, so yeah, that was so sort good. of yeah, a big part of this was just uh, returning to sort of like, this is the type of church we are, you know, we love people and we want to as best we can within our finite capabilities, extend that love that God has for people mm-hmm. through our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So housemate, housemate home. That's yeah. That's awesome. Um, the anchor text that we use for this one, Ephesians chapter two, um, 11 through 22, it's kind of a long one, but maybe you can just kind of summarize it for us and see kind of point to what we're, what you're hoping people are going to get from this and what the purpose behind this uh, message is. Yeah. So, um, is, I should say it's, it's, it's cool because this particular verse and Jewel uh, referred to it again today, but it, um, you know, to me anyway, it's sort of one of those verses where Paul is showing, you know, he's talking to the church in Ephesus, right? That's the context. That's, you know, that's where he's coming from is he's talking um, to them. But um, he's also speaking to us. Yeah. And so it's anytime you you read scripture like that, you need to understand that, okay, Paul's on mission here. Mm -hmm. He's talking to his church, the church, which is us. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's there's definitely, definitely, uh, application, but at the same time, we have to understand like what he's doing, what he's trying to do, and he's trying to impress upon um, the Gentiles, the new believers, that um, that actually there's something bigger that God is t- is doing and has done here. Oh, so, wow, yeah. um, so uh, it's Ephesians two verse eleven. Um, he sort of talks in the first few verses about how God has, through the cross and through Jesus, he has r- removed the division mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. God and people. Um, he's abolished the law, um, and he's basically reconciled um, all people to God um, through the cross. Hmm. And then in verse 17, he says, And he came and preached to you who were once far off, and peace to those who were near. So that is a direct um, um, reference to Jews and Gentiles. And it says hmm. in verse 18, For through him we both we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So there's a joining, there's a, there's a unity. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but fellow citizens and saints of the mem- and members of the household mm-hmm. of yeah, God. And then I kind of underlined in the next three verses the references to a house and yeah, yeah. The, the context for our series. So verse 20, it's a household of God built on the foundation. So mm-hmm. those two yep. words, building and foundation. 
um, of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. So again, there's another reference to a house and, and the building of it, yeah. in whom the whole structure being joined together grows yeah. into a holy temple of the Lord, obviously the house of God. Yeah. In him, you are also being built, it says, into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So ultimately, what is that saying? It's just basically saying God's building something. He's building your life, my life, but he's also building um, building home. And um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where we started the series, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love that in that those letters that Paul is writing to the church, we're, we're talking about like the church big C in this sense. Mm-hmm. But um, it just made me think here at Colonial, we, we try to promote a culture of family. And mm-hmm. at first I thought of that as something new, but then looking at these scriptures, like that was always the intention. Like it was always family. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. a gathering, a meeting place, a group, a building. It had nothing to do with that. It was mm-hmm. like literally you are now the, the children of God. Yeah. And you talked about that a lot today, yeah. Pastor Jill, this idea of becoming the children of God and this idea of like losing the uh, the kind of like, I think you referred to it as like a motel mentality and like right. just moving in mm-hmm. and becoming one with that family. So I thought that was pretty amazing. Do you maybe mm-hmm. want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, at, at the start of my message, I really just wanted to help us get the perspective and really have maybe a perspective shift, realizing that it was always supposed to be family. And mm-hmm. so if our perspective walking in the, into the doors of church is this is my family, not this is an organization that I come mm-hmm. and I receive, you know, my spiritual growth from or whatever, it, however it is that we can kind of um, clinically view it as. And it goes from being like a clinical interaction to a family interaction. I think that changes everything about yeah, church, yeah. right? If you walk mm-hmm. in that way, it changes you know, the way that you feel when you say hi to somebody or somebody says hi to you, it changes how you say hello to somebody, changes the way that you, um, you actually care about what's going on in their world, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. changes everything. Yeah. I think you get that too. When you're looking at those, again, back to Paul's letters, like when I read them, there's a lot of times where he needs to get stern and he does, mm-hmm. but there's like this undying place of love that he's coming from. He's right. like, and he always like honors the leaders and the people there like yeah. so much in those letters where he's like, listen, you guys are my brothers. I love you. Yeah. Get your stuff straight. Clearly, you know, right. mm-hmm. but we're brothers. We're family. This right. is eternal. It's like, messy. Mm-hmm. It was so messy. The early church, it was like a hot mess mm-hmm. and there was always correction coming and there was, all, but there was always love following it and a yeah. reminder of like why, why mm-hmm. it matters that we love each other enough to confront each other, but then to love each other in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so amazing. Good. Pastor Matt, on your first message, um, you had three kind of, uh, they weren't really points, but there's kind of three examples. You said, we are sheep, we are trees, and we are houses. Yes. And I looked around and I was like, I don't see any sheep, trees, <laughs> or houses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's unpack those. Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, it was a bit of a stun tactic at the beginning beginning of the message. I, I like to do that sometimes. <laughs> a little shock and awe. Yeah, oh just like just try to like keep people, you know, engaged and thinking as well. I think like I I, I like to listen to messages that do make me think. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. inspire me to kind of delve in a little bit mm-hmm. more. But um, I started off the the message by just talking about sheep's trees and houses and how you know the Bible sort of uses imagery and picture to 
to show us sort of what our life is like, mm-hmm. especially in, in the scope of um, right, the yeah. kingdom of God. Mm. And so sheep, obviously, we're called the, the sheep of, um, you know, God's flock, the sheep of his pasture. I think in Ezekiel, I used a reference um, there where it actually says you are God's sheep, human sheep. Mm-hmm. Like she says human yeah. sheep. Yeah. And I love human that. <laughs> and um, so I think the prophet or well, God was making it abundantly clear that, you know, he sees us as like that. And again, it's as like that. We're not actual sheep, obviously, or should we behave necessarily like actual sheep? It's yeah. just, a, it's, again, it's imagery. So use that analogy. And then um, and then also trees. So, you know, planted in the, 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 the vineyard of God and, you know, Psalm 92, planted in God's house, flourishing. Um, mm-hmm. We're like trees planted by streams of water. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this, this is just beautiful imagery. And then I kind of found my way to the house component of this where I just talked about, you know, and there's, there's this thing where God describes our lives as like a house. So he builds, he builds our house and we can co-labor with God in the mm-hmm. building of our house. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it really just speaks to our life. Um, and I think where I went with that was, you know, in life we have a house. And so when, when I first got saved, I felt like, you know, at 19, I kind of had, a, had a life at that point, mm-hmm. but really what happened in that, in that, decision to follow jesus was um the holy spirit came in um like a wrecking ball <laughs> wow <laughs> and, took care of that house <laughs> and um, i like that song yeah that song just it's came in catchy, my head right? it's but catchy. um mm-hmm. the holy spirit came in absolutely destroyed <laughs> I just have this vision of miley yeah. cyrus just crashing in yeah. right now yeah, there's a lot of imagery happening so yeah, yeah. intro song for this episode i like yeah. it <laughs> like a wrecking ball oh, um man. regretting that now uh <laughs> i'm not but Mm-mm. but I think what happened was, you know, the Holy Spirit came in and destroyed the house of cards that was my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And God said, okay, let's rebuild this thing mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what happens when we get saved. Like yeah. a house, he levels your home mm-hmm. and everything that you'd built to that point um, mm-hmm. was all yours and, and just representative of your own building mm-hmm. but god comes in and says let's build this thing together and so yeah. he builds like a house and so where i got to was okay cool god builds a house we we have a house he's given me my life mm. which is my house and he's building it but also he wants me to be part of a house and then i drew kind of a quick beeline to the church so yes i have my own life that god's building like a house but also he also wants me to be part of the church mm-hmm. can i just say before we go to the church I think what's so cool about what you talked about with your life being like a house and God kind of like leveling it down is if you think about somebody just rogue building with Mm -hmm. no inspection, no like there's nobody coming and saying, hey, yeah, this is right. Hey, that's not safe. Mm. You get to the end and you have a house that from the outside, any any person who has experience and knows about building homes would look at and go, hey, that's not safe. And one day that's going to fall in on you and it's going to hurt you and the people around Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And so like out of love, it's the father's love that brings Mm -hmm. you back to like, we need to do this the right way. And I'm going to help you inspect all of the walls on the way up so that Mm -hmm. by the time that you get, you have people in your home with Mm -hmm. you alongside you, Mm -hmm. they're in a safe place because I was a part of the building, which is just amazing to think about. Yeah. I love also like keeping on that building kind of analogy um, where it talks about in the scripture and you both reference this, but the idea of, excuse me, Jesus as the cornerstone of like that foundation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like yeah. when you talk about a cornerstone yeah. in building, it's literally everything hangs on it. It's right. the, the strongest part of the foundation. Mm-hmm. And 
not a stronger one than Jesus when you think about it. So right, exactly. Building your personal house, like you were talking right. about, Maddie, and yeah. building the church on that cornerstone seems like a yeah. pretty great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think, and as well, like attaching ourselves to the church, you know, and just that that kind of co thing that happens where. You know, I can live my life alone if I want, mm-hmm. and I can, and I can, you know, Jill and I are married. We have a family. Like we could do that. We could just. But you think about even I didn't use this in my message, but you know, because it's often when I, you know, this is a deep dive, so I guess we'll talk about the process a little bit. But like, there's usually fifty percent more scripture. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent that right. I don't use. Mm-hmm. Um, I even went back to the Old Testament people mm-hmm. and looked at the way the, tro- the 12 tribes of Israel were organized around the, the, hmm. the tabernacle. Yeah. And you look at it and it's just like, oh my goodness, Lord, like you've given me a house. Mm. Think about like the house of Benjamin, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, the house of Levi or, you know, use whatever. And it's just like, but they were always meant to live in close proximity yeah. Yeah. to the house of God, you know, mm-hmm. God's dwelling place. And, and it's yeah. still true today, It's except that obviously God lives in our hearts. Um, but we were never mm. meant to live alone. Yeah. yeah, we were meant to have the church so as well. Good. So awesome. One of the points you brought up, Pastor Matt, was um, I feel like it was. There's always these like I, I refer to them as gut check moments a lot of time, where you where you reference a scripture or you reference an idea, and it just it punches me in the gut. It hits me, you know, just hits me where it, where I need to be hit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that one is um, this time was a home is where you grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you said a home is where you receive mm. nourishment. Mm. Home is where you're most comfortable. Yeah. Home is where I forgive and where I'm forgiven. Yeah. But also home is where correction comes. Mm. Right. And I feel like that mm-hmm. is like people need to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd love to just kind of pick your brain about where that came from for you and kind of uh, what your heart is behind that mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Um, again, like this parallel is so amazing because if you just think about like a child growing up in a house, mm-hmm. you know, that is their home, like you think about what comes, mm-hmm. yeah, what what they what passes through in their life. And obviously, you know, sometimes there's really bad stuff that happens in homes and, mm-hmm. and we totally understand that and are right, compassionate right. towards those people. But if you think about just like the good part of homes, right? Like it's a place where you, naturally speaking, you mm-hmm. grow. Mm-hmm. It's a place where naturally speaking, you you get fed mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. It's a place where, naturally speaking, you you reside, you hang out, you spend time with even with friends, come yeah. over, and mm-hmm. um, but it's also a place where you you learn the tough things in life. Yeah. You yeah. know, you learn right. the thing, you know, learn the, the the hard lessons sometimes, and often the correction, the most formative correction in a, in a child's life comes in the home, and it, and it usually comes in the first five years, hmm. and. You know, I'm just grateful that spiritually speaking, I, I was raised in a great church where mm-hmm. I had nourishment, I had health, I had encouragement, um, I had learning, but man, I had love in in the best possible yeah. way. I had mm-hmm. people say to me, you can't, you know, you, you can't live your life that way. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, wow, why? You know, and mm-hmm. like, even sometimes I think I might have even lashed out about that and been, you know, a babe to use Paul, mm-hmm. Pauline yeah you know, wording, mm-hmm. but like I, I was, I was growing, you know, and yeah. someone was helping mm-hmm. me grow. 
Um, but sometimes what happens in church life is people will take that and be like, you know, in a sense, be like a young adolescence or, you know, like a young kid that's just rebelling and wants to kind of go their own way. So correction is there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it just means we've got to accept it (laughs) and and be willing to to learn. I can just, I can even right now, I'm thinking about just conversations I had, hallway conversations in church, you know, with people that even Jill and I to this day, we're still friends with, Mm -hmm. you know, that still love us dearly and they loved us when I was spiritually young. So, yeah, I think, like, it's a place where I'm most comfortable, you know, but it's also the place where I'm, in, I'm challenged to grow. Yeah. yeah. And I used an analogy to talk, to, talk about satellite people mm-hmm. um, that, you know, something as a home, like, you can, you can roll that way if you want. Yeah. Like Finocchio said, you know, you can mail it in. I love that he said that all yeah. the time. You know, yeah, you can yeah. mail it in, but you won't grow. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, you'll, you'll, you'll be close enough to be connected, but you'll never change yeah. because you're always just far enough away mm-hmm. you know, to, mm-hmm. to not accept that correction. And God's that's definitely not God's best for my life. Yeah, yeah so. that's good. I feel like that was a perfect, like, um, that idea of, like, you can be a satellite person. It mm-hmm. kind of leads into your message today, Pastor Joe, like this idea yeah. of, like, unpacking our boxes and, like, actually getting settled. Because you introduced last week um, with your pe- message, Pastor Matt, the idea of, like, this is our temporary home while, like, we're on assignment here because mm-hmm. we do – have an eternal home waiting for us. And you talked about that again today. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can talk about that idea of like, it's move-in day, unpacking boxes. It's not pretty. It's not nice. It's not friendly mm-hmm. sometimes. It's ugly and messy and smelly. And <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but that's part of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have this family. So maybe we can talk about that idea, unpacking. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've just moved so much. That was such like an easy thing for me to, like imagery in my brain. Mm-hmm. Because packing, actually, it wasn't long ago in our house. We've been there longer than I think any of the other houses we've ever lived in. Um, <laughs> and I was like, man, it's about time to like even pre- just pretend like we're moving. So we start going through all the cupboards and stuff and begin to pack up. Yeah. Like the things that we don't need that are just taking up space. I think my wife does that every eight months. You know, it's why she's <laughs> one of my heroes. <laughs> we need to like outsource Nicole. Yeah, yeah. Dude, can she come over? Some of the other wives here. <laughs> always like, can she teach a master class on this? Master class on yeah. organization. I'm all for that. I'm yeah. all for that. But that's the thing that's cool about like just being aware of what you're bringing into the house. Yeah. And maybe just reassessing every once in a while, have I got anything like in the house right now that I actually don't need? Mm-hmm. Cause our house is still our house, right? Like we're not moving out of mm-hmm. our house, but there is actually something to like, when you move, you go through all the junk. And mm-hmm. so the idea this morning was what are we bringing into the house? Like if mm-hmm. we've said, yes, I need a house, God, I need to be in your house. I need to be planted. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be planted here. Um, when it's time to move your stuff in, are you actually packing up intentionally going, this is shame from my past and, and the enemy's not going to convince me that I need to move that in with me to this new mm-hmm. season of life, Yeah, you know, or, you know, like what does it look like to, to not only just pack up your stuff, but then actually move in with family alongside you, mm-hmm. not be the guy that's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I can do this. And like, there's been a few people like that that we know and they're like, no, no, I'm good. We'll do it. We've, we've got it covered. And then you like catch a glimpse of them on that Saturday, just like sweating it out mm-hmm. for like four hours longer than they needed to because they didn't want to inconvenience anybody by like calling for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you realize that, oh, my friends would have been like, oh, geez, we got to help somebody move. But you're like, but I love you. So I'm so down to yeah. help yeah. and sweat it out and give up my Saturday because mm-hmm. we're 
like family, you know. Mm-hmm. Tommy and Mara reserving their help from moving in for Finn's building and stuff. Like oh yeah, <laughs> we've got yeah, we've got a long list of IOUs. Yeah, it's <laughs> so only all beauty of life. But that's family, right? Like exactly. I've, I've definitely built some fences for people. Like yeah, yeah. there's literal fences, not like figurative fences. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have figurative. This is fences. not an image. Yeah, not you know what I mean. Fences. Like it's stuff that we it's stuff that we do. Yeah. So right, it's not always convenient, but it's real life, and I mm-hmm. think that's the. That's the point is like you do it with each other, even when it's a little inconvenient or even mm-hmm. when you're like you're getting all up in somebody's business because you're like seeing what they're moving and like, mm-hmm. oh, you're like going to see really see what was in my old house and yeah. you're going to see what my new house looks like. And mm-hmm. like there's a vulnerability to that that um, I think even when you're unpacking, it's like. I've had people help me unpack my boxes before and you're kind of like, oh man, what did I have in there? You're like, oh, oh, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's funny, like, but that's real life and that's family and it, it should feel vulnerable because Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're really seeing what, you know, who you're in the trenches with. I think that's, there's like, that's what armies do. You know, you live in weird conditions and like uncomfortable conditions, mm-hmm. but you're fighting a battle together that like, you're like, we're in this together. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, we're in mm-hmm. this together because this is now like a family. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the scriptures <laughs> yeah, even good. say, like you said today, like this is a house that even the gates of hell can't stand up against. Right. I mean, right. Like, this is the mm-hmm. house. You know? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And what, how, what does a house like that look like? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, like, if that's what kind of house it is, right? It means that it's built by the Holy Spirit, and that it's covered in the blood of Jesus, and that the Father's Mm -hmm. love is all through it. And there's a bunch of real messy, broken people in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That are getting healed and whole. I love when you were talking about um, kind of packing up. You talked about like bringing along the stuff with you that you need, Mm -hmm. and then like leaving the stuff that you don't need behind. And I think, and I maybe poorly paraphrasing you here but i think you said something along the lines of the junk clouds the vision of where we are going like that's like when you're talking about the cabinets and stuff like that so for me like listening to you speak today you kept talking about moving in and in my head i kept hearing move in and then i was also hearing planted because i feel like they were Mm -hmm. very similar so this idea of decluttering and getting yourself like prepared to be planted and move in Mm -hmm. How like how essential is that, do you think, for people who are coming into the house? Hmm. Um, you know, I think there's a balance of declutter, but also if there's something they're actually really working through still, yeah. don't feel like you have to pretend you're not dealing with it anymore. Yeah. Bring that in with you, but then don't hide it in a box somewhere. Like that's not a part of your real life. I think yeah. there's a way to come in and go, this is who I am. This is what I'm walking through. This is what makes me who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is also what God is helping me with right now. Cause then you're allowing other people. I think I talked at one point about like when you, when you're authentically you, um, God can actually start to use our, the church to begin to heal, like the, to heal ourselves by his power. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like if he's healing something in you and you're authentically you, then he might use you to speak into somebody else's life. And you, he might be able to use you to kind of speak healing mm-hmm. life over them yeah. go, look mm-hmm. what God did in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's a really beautiful way that the house of God works. So I think in the same way, it's like, come in, be who you are. Because if you are, then somebody across the room might be like, hey, I've been there. We should hang and chat, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, and yeah. all of a sudden God is using his house to build yeah. his house, mm-hmm. which is what he so beautifully does. Right. Yeah. You talked a lot today and you referenced quite a few different scriptures that talk about the idea of 
not only did God establish this church and this church is his idea, but God established this family and the family is his idea. Um, so maybe we can talk about that a little bit. What did you want people to get from that? Or what was your hope that people would get from that? Um, so I think it's so amazing how it's so simple. Like mm-hmm. for me, I love that God makes it simple for those who think simply. And I think simply things are easy for me. Like I don't need like layers upon layers upon layers of explanation about the father's love. I'm like, I know it. I, I just feel it in my heart. I can see it in his word and it's been revealed to me through the Holy Spirit and I've experienced it for myself. So I'm good, yeah. you know, but I also respect that there's a love, a depth and like a, a richness to going deep. And I do enjoy doing that. But at the end of the day, for me, I'm like simple. So when I look around and I see that God established family, I'm like, I look at my own family or the families of the people in my world. And I'm like, isn't it amazing how how it just reflects God. Like you can see families are complicated and messy, but the point is that when you're in a family, you stay Mm -hmm. and you're connected no matter what. And it's the same thing with the house of God. And I was just referencing scripture after scripture um, about family and how it explains to us in God's word that we're children of God. Like John, uh, first John three, starting in verse one in the message, it says, but friends, that's exactly who we are. Children of God. And that's only the beginning. And then um, down a little bit further, what marvelous love the Father has extended to us. Just look at it. We're called children of God. Um, And there's Mm. just scripture after scripture. Galatians Galatians 4 talks about how we're no longer slaves, but we're sons and daughters, you Mm -hmm. know, of the Most High God. And Mm so he's just painting this picture for us all throughout scripture of being a household of faith of him being our heavenly father of us being mm-hmm. sons and daughters and it's so like obvious mm-hmm. throughout the entirety yeah. of scripture yeah. that god set up family and the thing about family is that you have to work really hard to disconnect from a real family mm-hmm. right like you can even like wander away or be like far off or be like you know what i'm out you guys are the worst yeah, <laughs> but at yeah. the end of the day you're still family mm-hmm. and there's something there that like binds you together and so i love that the father makes that our connection to him is that mm-hmm. he is a father and we are sons and daughters because even if it's been like a really hard season and we feel far off at the end of the day we're sons and daughters. It's the story of the prodigal. Like the father is waiting, yeah. you know, like we still have a family at home and I, it's just, it's so simple and so wonderful to yeah. think of it that way and to look mm-hmm. around the world and think that he's, the Bible says that he sets the lonely in families. Mm-hmm. Like he, God believes in his church and yeah. not only did he set up his church so that it would, it would never fall, never fail, never be taken over never, you know, he set up the church so that the gates of hell wouldn't prevail against it. But he also set up family so that mm. it would be foundational to our strength and our like yeah. how we live out our lives in a way that God intended, so that we could, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, live the abundant life that He yeah. created us for. Right. Yeah. I'm sure that's that idea of like God establishing family is really kind of revealing to some people because. As we know, like this is an imperfect world and there are people right. who have had horrible experiences right. with family yeah. where they've just been hurt. But like stepping into the family of God where that is never the intention mm-hmm. and that is never the goal. Like that has to be freeing, but also challenging Scary. and yeah. breaking down and talks you talked about unpacking mm-hmm. those messy boxes and mm-hmm. coming with that vulnerability. Like I thought right. about that while you were speaking today. Like 
yes, family is wonderful and God mm-hmm. ordained and God intended, but again, broken world. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, we've we've all seen it, unfortunately, even mm-hmm. you know, hopefully we've never experienced it, but we know people who have experienced yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like this is the total antithesis to right. that. This is the opposite. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. like a perfect, wonderful family. No, we don't do everything perfect. You joke right. about that all the time, Pastor Matt. Like this is yeah. not a church of perfect people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but but when is. the father is the father, yeah, yeah, you know, when your father is perfect and he's good, then like even the children of the father, you know, they're always going to be working through stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. going to be disciplining the hearts. children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's like, this is the redemption of what the enemy has done to the family across yeah. the earth. This is like the redemption of it. So if somebody's had a family that's actually broken them apart, God is like, this is the family that mm-hmm. helps you come back yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Even though it's still broken, our brokenness is kind of what makes that all the more beautiful yeah Yeah. we're just trying to love people home right Mm -hmm. yeah and i think i just wanted to add to that i think as well if you look at our culture today in 2020 what's the thing that's under attack the most it's family yeah Yeah. you know it's it's Mm. marriage and it's family and it's um you know the enemy just loves to destroy families he Mm -hmm. loves it because you know it creates baggage it creates hurt Mm -hmm. creates essentially hurt that can people can carry their whole lives yeah and that's why that the church is so important because you can have the most messed up jacked up mm-hmm. family situation mm-hmm. right and you should still be able to find your way into a church home or a church house that becomes a home mm-hmm. that ultimately should be the avenue and the, the way of receiving healing and i love what jill was talking about today because like we could do a whole six-week message series on unpacking boxes mm-hmm. yeah. because you know if if you were to walk into a church with say an issue with x mm-hmm. and you were like jill was saying today like somewhat vulnerable and transparent about mm-hmm. that on the way in mm-hmm. like you know if the church does its job and loves people then then that's okay mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like yeah. cool like no one's asking you to stop acting weird straight away because you, you know, in fact, yeah. it should be the opposite. It should be more of a like grace extension yeah. type right. of meet you where you are. Type yeah. Thing. And say, okay, well, you know, let's take you on that journey. Mm-hmm. How can we resource you? Yeah. How can we help you? Do you want us just to love you and mm-hmm. maybe just hug you every right. time? And that's yeah. ultimately like, for me, that's all I needed really when I first started coming to church. I just needed like really great Christian men in my life. When I walked mm-hmm. into church, gave me a hug. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's it. That's and amazing. and it was amazing how through the process of time, you know, God God brought about healing. So I think like that's just a a really kind of you know, again, family's under attack and um, mm-hmm. the enemy just loves to to bust up that structure because mm-hmm. it's like like Jill was saying, you know, it's it's the very core of yeah, who God is is mm-hmm. he's a father and he loves his children. Mm-hmm. I think too we didn't talk about it this morning, but I was, we were talking about it yesterday as we were painting the pool deck. Um, (laughs) how, when you like move into a neighborhood, um, and you're like excited about your new house and you start fixing it up, you start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you notice the neighbors like start doing stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's like filters yeah. out because everybody's like, Oh, I should probably like cut my grass too yeah, and mulch yeah, the yeah, yeah. yard and whatever. And I was just saying how that's one of the reasons it's so important that it's okay to come in authentically because what happens is, is God begins to heal things in you and the family gets to be a part of, you know, that process or just be around to see God do what only he can do. It like reawakens something in you that's like, yes, I remember when God did that. Mm -hmm. You know, all of a sudden 
it filters out and, you know, the houses around us or the people in the house around us start to change and come alive again too, because they're witnessing what God did in them at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just, that's family, right? That's what it looks like. Yeah. It's, it's the overflow of, you're like, oh, I hope nobody sees this mess. Mm-hmm. When really the people around you were like, oh, that reminds me of when God healed that thing mm-hmm. in me and he's still doing that. Yeah, he's still you working know? on my mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Perspective. Awesome. Yeah. All right. House made home. We've done part one and part two. Yep. What are we? What are we looking for? What's in the future? Oh uh, well, I wouldn't want to give anything away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no pressure. No, I think um, this is actually a short series. I think we've only got one more week. Okay. And so mm-hmm. um, because we're moving on towards Easter, mm-hmm. and um, but you know, again, this has sort of been foundational. I think God can do a lot in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna probably end the series next weekend. Cool. Um, and. Uh, Again, it'll be really a focus, like a sort of a building your life type of focus. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're listening to this message, whatever you do, make sure you're at church on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because yes. so God's awesome. going to speak to you. Mm-hmm. How cool was it today, though? This, there was a big focus on family. And we dedicated babies. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's the best. So yeah. good. So. Yeah. The Cute team grabbed me before too. and said, oh, we're trying to reserve like 65 seats for, for family. Yeah. So, so awesome. And um, yeah, it's just it's just a great. Yeah. It was a great day, and um, my wife knocked it out of the park today. Crushed right? it. it was so Absolutely. good. Absolutely, yeah, that was awesome. So coffee right. on my pants. Coffee, coffee, coffee on the pants. Talk about that. Yeah, the story. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the message, go back Don't and listen. She may talk we're not about. putting up the nine thirty message, but if we were, you'd also hear me say "fart" in the middle of my message. <laughs> <laughs> So I it's authentic that. and real here at Colonial Church. Yeah. Coffee on I didn't the pants. mean to. I was trying to say a part, and <laughs> I said a fart. <laughs> so, so welcome good. to my life. The P was friends. replaced with an F. Yeah. It was replaced with an F. I don't even know First how. All, how does that happen? Don't you know. You have said some far funnier things on, on platform oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to keep all those. You got to keep it real. Special. You got to keep book it real. Of, yeah. The book of idiotisms. <laughs> yeah. Three guys yeah. in like the eighth row laugh, and I'm like, thank you for laughing. I feel like I wish we could stop and acknowledge it right now, but I was yeah. short on time. So, uh, <laughs> I, like I said, I still love that you rocked the sweater in the first one. Thank just you. It up and you're like, yeah, here we are. This is a what we have. A lot of saturation of coffee so on my pants. Saturation. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Much love. Love ya. We hope that you got something from that and it challenges you to grow. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it and reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the message and this session. Until next time, God bless.